It says who that? AI. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. I'm finna show you who that nigga. Said nigga Thrax, bitch. I'm on the motherfucking way, nigga. Y'all get prepared, nigga. Shit, it's formal invitation, motherfucker. Oh shit. It appears this is Thrax the Savage, and he is not happy that we have crossed over into his territory. Alright, niggas, on me. Fire the motherfucking cannon. Oh, he Brace for impact. God damn, what was that? Hey, nigga, hand me that pipe over there. A lead pipe? You about to come on board. Better get ready. The hell is that gonna do? Yeah. What's up, Rick, bitch? Oh, shit. God damn, that's a big ass nigga. Y'all the ones looking for the motherfucking weed? Look, you got the robot arm, the laser eye. Fuck! Fuck! Got exactly what the fuck you been waiting for, nigga. Yeah. I got something for you right here. <laughs> oh, y'all gonna love this shit. <laughs> Man, we got any guns on board? No, we ain't got no guns. We're exploration ship. They give us one gun? We ain't got no guns, bro. Brandon, the nigga got a gun. The nigga got a gun. Oh, this nigga got a pipe? Nigga, you ain't even bring a knife to this gun pipe, boy. God damn it, I'm explosive, Jack. He's explosive. You gonna learn today, nigga, for real? Get, nigga, lay it down, nigga. Oh, shit, nigga, get down. Get oh, down. shit, nigga, stop grabbing me. Every man for himself, get down. Sending out a distress signal. Mayday, mayday. Yeah, yeah, bow, nigga. Yeah, yeah, stick your motherfucking head out, nigga. Yeah. Oh, shit. Watch out, nigga. Come on, nigga. Yeah, lock this bitch up. Welcome to the Mothership Bitches. It's another episode on the SS Who That, the number one podcast we trending. Um, <laughs> once again, it's uh, it's B, and this week we have the beautiful Rachel, and we have Demario. How you doing today? What's up? What's up? How's everybody doing? Oh, we doing pretty good. How about you, Rachel? I mean, we're alive, so. (laughs) (laughs) It's holiday weekend, so we all had to press to survive. Press to survive. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's what we'll call it. You just see half the cast is banged up, and one's in the cast, and the other one I had to put Biofreeze on. Shoulder was all out and shit. Shout out to Biofreeze. Yeah, Biofreeze saved Brandon's life today. Saved me. (laughs) Yeah, so um, we're down a cast member. You'll notice. So, um, Matt's no longer on the show. So, maybe maybe he'll come back later. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. But, you know, let's give a two-second moment of silence for that. Yeah, All that's right. it. <laughs> so, 4th of July weekend. Uh, what'd you do for the 4th, Brandon? Um, I had a stomach bug the whole day. Oh, so you were shooting fireworks out your ass? I was. <laughs> in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> Like mm-hmm. the, the whole 4th of July day And for my son I know it was the most boring 4th of July ever Oh It was the most boring But he was the like The best like Co-pilot Captain He was a nurse 
all day long, man. Shout out to Adonis. Like, well, <laughs> that's sweet. That is. I was so tore up. Like, it, it started like 10 a.m. And uh, my hey. brother came over. Hadn't seen him in a while. It was 4th of July. He was in town. So we smoked together and everything. We talking. And as soon as he left, like immediately after he left, I went in. I was just felt like I had to lay down for a little bit. And mm-hmm. I laid down, and my son came up to me. He was like, why do you look like that? <laughs> mm. I was like, what do you mean? And I, like, I do feel funny. And I got on the floor, and it was just downhill from there. Like, as soon as I laid on the floor, it was just like, all right. Oh, man. Yeah. Messed up. And he came, and he brought me a blanket, and he thought I was just like, I had a cold. Uh-huh. And then I was like, no, this is not a cold. So the whole 4th of July day. He was just running the trash can back and forth. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. You should have told me. I'd have, I'd have linked him up with my son or something. Dude, I couldn't text, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Like, your phone was not. I was able to, like, text his mom and and my other bro, my other brother. Like, uh-huh. like just on some, like, bro, I'm messed up right now. If I call you <laughs> later on, please pick up. Right, <laughs> like, right. I was right. towed up. But, yeah. and then that was, um. The day before, I busted my knee and my shoulder and everything. And yeah, I, so. I called this guy to see what he's doing. <laughs> and he just slams himself through a screen door and on the steps. And <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> what were we doing that day? Oh, we were editing the, the fo- video for the Juneteenth. Yes, The Juneteenth video has come out. Um, I released it on the 4th of July. Yeah. And, like, so I released it while I was smoking with my bro. So I got everything done I was supposed to get done for the day and then the, the stomach bug hit me. Yeah. But Yeah, check out the Juneteenth video. It's on the Facebook Kudat page. Mm-hmm. So it's up there. It's got a lot of hits. It's trending pretty good. Um Rachel, what about you? What was your fourth like? Boring. Um Oh God, what did I even do? Oh, that don't sound boring. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know for sure that I stood in a parking lot and turned circles and watched fireworks from all angles around me. So I did do that. Right. Where was this at? Where were you at for that? Clubhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nowhere special. Uh, Just in a parking lot outside waiting. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, And then my old man and I went inside and we watched cartoons. Cartoon. So, yeah, we turned it on Netflix and watched like Ratatouille and oh, Area Fifty One or Area Nine or whatever it is. Okay, that's y'all's movie. cartoons of yeah. choice. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, we don't agree on anything, so I just let him pick whatever. Yeah, just let it ride. Yeah, make sure that's background noise. <laughs> Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I what did I do? I went to my mom's. My mom cooked a feast like she always does it i gotta get y'all out there one day she when i say she she cooks like there's 10 people and it'd be me and her sitting there (laughs) to the point i've started like inviting random friends over why don't you just come over and eat and there's still just more food than you can imagine you know for real yeah she cooked i think she cooked like four slabs of ribs she cooked eight steaks she cooked Whoa. like 12 hamburgers. She cooked 15 <laughs> hot dogs. She cooked a pack of Italian sausage. And that's just the meats, man. Like <laughs> I'm like, Mom. So I oh just started inviting random friends. And then we went to Spring Hill, me and a couple friends. And um, from there, 
the girl, this girl named Katie, she has a, uh, she lives in a subdivision, and it's like, you know, it's Spring Hill. They got money out there. All so, right. they're all competing in the subdivision for the biggest fireworks show. Oh, so you just had a... a yeah, spec- you just yeah. sit. You just sit and watch them compete, man. And it's, I mean, it, we're talking about, you know, thousands of dollars worth of fireworks. The fireworks wow. went on for four hours. <laughs> oh, wow. yes. No shit. Yeah. Holy. So, shout out to Katie for having us out there. Shout out to Amanda. Hope y'all doing good. So, um, but yeah, that was that was the fourth. That was a good fourth. Yeah, it was you beautiful. had a feast and a fireworks show. Right, that's, that's a great. Fourth. That's it. Yeah, simple. Man. You know, I keep it simple. I didn't live my life. I've been out here and did it all. So, man, just sit back for the ride now. I didn't know what, what fireworks looked like. <laughs> <laughs> the butt uh. fireworks. <laughs> Brandon's annual butt fireworks. Were you like sitting on the toilet and also holding a trash can at the same that time? That definitely happened. That definitely <laughs> was a fact. Yeah, that was most of my day. <laughs> like just scared because uh, I had nothing in the house. Like, like you know how you're supposed to be sprayed or ginger ale or whatever, right. Pepto Bismol, whatever. I had, had nothing. nothing. I had no. nothing in the house. Like so, totally unprepared. Yeah, man. So I had lemonade. Oh, oh no! Oh God! Oh no! I drank it. <laughs> like, I was so dehydrated. I was like, "I'm fuck it." So I drank, I drank lemonade, and that just made it worse. Yeah, and my son was there. He was the truth. I spoiled, <laughs> I spoiled him as soon as I got better. But like, I was fucked up. Let yeah. me ask you guys. So this week, all you've seen on Facebook is the Little Mermaid is black. How y'all feel about that? What's what's your feelings? I mean, where you at on that? Well, I mean, really, I hadn't paid too much attention to it. And I didn't even realize that it was a thing until one of my friends posted something. And she was more on the side of it because she's redheaded. Right. So she was like, you know, this is... I don't care if she's white, black, purple, green. But she better be a ginger. Yeah, she's got to have red hair. She will. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't heard that perspective. Wow. That was so nice. she, I respect that, though. Yeah, she was saying, you know, as a little girl, this is what I looked up to. I didn't look up to her because she was white or anything. She's like, I was just glad she had red hair. Right. And, of I course, you know, now we've got, like, Merida and stuff like that. So, right. they, they've got the red hair. But, but that's a classic exactly and that's all i care about like as long as she's got red hair because that's I like that's that. little mermaid How you she's doing? always been a redhead yeah. i can't even fucking argue with that like i exclusively dated redheads like, because of little mermaid time. no fuck no because oh. <laughs> they were firing the bed shit what are you talking about <laughs> so like i you know i big ups to redheads i fuck with y'all the so. best head i ever got in my whole life was from a redhead but yeah so. Shout out to Ariel. <laughs> I never heard that perspective. I respect that though. I never like. I never watched The Little Mermaid all the way through. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I've never really watched it. I don't know what the whole fanfare is about it. I haven't really. I didn't know people cared that much, bro. Like I know, you know, it's it's iconic, but I didn't think right. it was iconic to the point it was gonna put a like a racial rift in america see my my thing is i don't think it's it it has i think it's it's all bullshit hype man i think it's four people that's upset 
Yeah. I think it's like... Somebody created a meme and it just went from there. It went from there, man. Yeah. Like, it's for people that's upset. Like, we pay attention to to anybody that's offended now. Yeah. So, it's like, man, fuck you. Right. right. All right. Cool. You know, <laughs> but I think it is the whole thing of it being <laughs> iconic. Just because, I mean, all right. So, let's say... Oh, for the Aladdin movie. What if they would have taken Jasmine and... Made a, blonde made a hair, blue eyed, <laughs> oh, yeah. white girl. Like right. they, it would have been a huge uproar because of that. Right. So I think it's and just you know what thinking like that. It, for me, I would have expected it, but like yeah, it would have been a big ass uproar about that. Uh, yeah, you're right. What, what did Paul Mooney say? He said, uh, "What is it? The Mexican starring Brad Pitt?" <laughs> or, and then he said, "What? The Last Samurai." With Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> he said, he said we're going to make a movie called The Last Nigga on Earth starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. But what about movies? Yeah. I, I've seen all these memes. Movie. What about movies that people are trying to reverse role? Like, I seen one for for Baby Boy, and they had uh, oh, put Justin God. Timberlake oh, on uh, Tyrese's head. You know what, though? I'm gonna be honest with you. It'd probably be a better movie. <laughs> Baby boy. He can't act. <laughs> Justin Timberlake can't act. Yes, and he's funny as fuck. He's gonna deliver those lines. Yes. <laughs> so what? Well, let's let's come up. What is a movie? A black movie that we can reverse role? Oh man. Um. Oh. What? Say this, it, bro. Say this it. This be so bad. <laughs> I think Tom Hanks could do Training Day. Training Day? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks in Training Day. Bro. Wow. There's nothing he can't do. Yeah. <laughs> they have like Chuck Norris in the Equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be amazing. Yes. I'll watch it. I think Chuck Norris's career is overrated. I think outside. Whoa! I do. What? I yeah, do. I'm kind of upset. I was just Both less verbal you? than you. Yeah. No, I'm I'm on your side with oh. this, but I didn't want to scream. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Let me let me tell you. He uh, fought Bruce Lee, sir. I, let me get it out now. Okay. Post right. post his scenes with Bruce Lee. Okay. What you got from Chuck Norris? Him and Cordell kick so much ass. No. Are you, are you talking about Walker? Get that damn right. I'm talking about Walker. That's some of the worst acting I've seen in my life. I'm not Walker. talking about the, the the acting. We're not talking about acting when it comes to Chuck Norris. I mean, he's an actor. No, no. We're talking about performance. <laughs> oh, the sure. amount of roundhouse kicks he gave you was more than Claude... Dog, Claude John Claude Van Damme. John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I just Walker th- Texas Ranger has the greatest roundhouse kicks you have ever seen. Uh, okay. He was better than Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon. I, well, yeah, but Mel, you know I don't fuck with Mel Gibson no more either, though. See, but you know he said you're gonna get some- raped. You're gonna get raped by some niggers. Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> he has a black girlfriend, and he and he called her, and he left a voicemail. And told you you're gonna get raped by some niggers. <laughs> I heard the voicemail. I was like, I'm like. <laughs> Danny Glover, why didn't you tell us? You know, <laughs> Chris Rock, why didn't you tell us? So, Chris Rock, why didn't you say something? Yeah, so yeah, I think Chuck Norris. Is, Chuck Norris, uh, man, is, is overrated. Dude, I think he's great. What? You know what? I would Look. slap Chuck Norris right beside Steven Seagal. I knew he was gonna say that. I knew he was gonna. No, Steven Seagal is a legend. Yeah, I know, but they're not great actors. 
Steven Seagal is a great actor. He just didn't. He was a man of little words. That's all. You got anything, Rachel? He was. Come on now. You love Steven. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> she's young. Remember, she's young. Steven Seagal. Oh, the man. law was it? The lawmaker, his reality the TV lawmaker. show. Under Siege 1 and 2 are classics. Please go look them up. Oh, man. But uh, anyway, let's keep it rolling. Well, on, well I have one person. Oh, y'all are probably going to like look at me like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? I'm sorry, but I don't think Bruce Willis is that great of an Shut actor. Shut the fuck oh, up. Whoa. I love Bruce. <laughs> but <laughs> I got looks from everybody in the room right now. Whoa. Bruce is great. Have you- I was just talking about Red 1 and 2 yesterday. Uh, did you okay. see the remake of Death Wish? Yeah, yeah. I love Red. I love those movies, but I don't love it for him. I love it because of the pig. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, so you didn't like any of the Die Hard movies? No. Yeah, no. The only thing I know about the Die Hard movies is that people think that they're Christmas movies for some reason. The first one. Don't understand why. The first one that happened at Christmas time. And and they they always show it during Christmas. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the Die Hard movies? No. Oh. What about three? You haven't seen three? With Samuel Jackson? Oh, man. Oh, that one was good. That was the truth. You should watch three. Watch three. Come back next week. Tell us what you think. Uh, okay. <laughs> our, our guest for today is sitting on the couch like he got everything to say in the world. <laughs> we ain't even got him mic'd up yet, but you can tell he got everything in the world he wants to say right now. <laughs> so, so, look. We're gonna have to find a day and let you watch some of the Die Hard movies. I mean, Die Hard, not not, not just Die Hard. Like, shout out to Bruce Willis. He did a cameo in Ocean's Twelve that was great. Yeah. He uh, the Trespass movie. Um, I got something for you that none of you are gonna remember, and I'm probably the youngest one in the room. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. Remember Hudson Hawk? Remember Hudson Hawk? You know Hudson Hawk? No, but I need to address something. You're the youngest one in the room. You're, I think so. No, you're wrong. I am. You were dead wrong. Oh, you just made me feel super old. Wait, Do I look wait, that old? Hold the fuck up. I'm the oldest in the room. <laughs> what you trying to say? I know, but like, <laughs> he didn't even... Do I, do I look old? No, no, I'm 27, so I figured you was like 28. I'm 23. Ooh. And Brandon jumps off the bridge. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> So no, you have tattoos and like and like you don't care about punching somebody in the face. So <laughs> you figure no, life I'm just at angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but you, yeah, you know, you you look like a like a twenty year old. You're beautiful, darling. Love you. I love you. Put the Go shovel down. down. Fuck that all <laughs> up. You are Go you, are you holding Matt's shovel <laughs> that he digs his holes with? Go check out Rachel's picture. She looks like a 21-year-old. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Matt right. had a track hoe. Sorry. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's not ready. So what do we got for today? Y'all got something? You had something you wanted to talk about, didn't you, Brandon? Um, oh, Revenge of the Dreamers. The uh, Revenge, of the, the, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. It's a new album that just dropped. And it's by J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh he has his whole record label, uh, Dreamville. Shout out to Dreamville. But it's one of the best, like, put together albums. Like, it's like some Quincy Jones level. You know Quincy? Yeah. Like, it's a real orchestra of, but rap, though. Right. Like, so he had these Dreamville sessions, right? Where he invited 
it was 40 artists. It's a documentary on YouTube right. that you can go look at. It's called Revenge. But he invited 40 artists and like 30 producers all into one recording session with like eight rooms. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this is what came with it. It's 18 songs. And I just listened to the whole thing. Right. And it's amazing. It's really... He has 37 different features along with... Uh, the Dream Dreamville Records has about nine people. Mm-hmm. And then he has 37 features with oh, wow. 24 different producers oh, all shit. together. But it's a How many tracks is on it? 18. Know? 18. And it was supposed to be like, what's plus five? 23? It was supposed to be like 23, and he cut five at the last minute. Oh, wow. But like, it's He'll the, drop a deluxe edition with that shit. That's of course. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. But uh, it's just like the, a composition of rap and, and anything hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mixed together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just different producers, different artists working together, like of new sounds. But nobody's ever done having like having that many features, having that many producers yeah. in one compound. And they did it in ten days. Right. That's like what not to just jump topics, Bun B had that album he, he recently released and they they recorded that Trillo G three. I guess they recorded that in a day. And yeah, I had, think so, yeah. Yeah, and then he had all the artists Flying in, Fat Joe, Red Man, and maybe it was no, it wasn't Red Man, it was Method Man, and uh, they oh, they recorded man. it all in a day, and it was a bunch of artists that were there. I don't I don't have the list in front of me, but just oh, to add to what you're saying, I guess that's maybe yeah, that's I that up. Thing. Yeah, I listened to it. It was dope. That track, no, uh, yeah, I Method Man. I didn't dope. know that was a one day thing. Yeah, they recorded it all in one day. Oh man! And you know they they did the whole thing on live in one day. That's on YouTube. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go find it. Yeah, for sure. I gotta go for find sure. it. Rachel, did you have anything today? No. No. <laughs> Rachel. Look, guys, I, I've had a, a hell of a weekend. Uh, it's been nonstop since Friday. Oof. What happened to your leg? Did we cover that? Uh, no, but we'll just. Long story short, let's just say that I kicked my old man in the head because he got out of line. Oh. Um, that's that's the story that I've been telling everybody all weekend and. Okay. That's a hard yeah. head, though. You and Yo, cast. I was thinking that. Like, that's gonna be a hard head. His head won. Yeah. No. Head um, won. <laughs> actually, I was just walking and it popped. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So there, I guess I am old. Okay, <laughs> I was walking and I injured myself. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm the only one that's not injured right now. And I'm, now y'all got me sweating bullets. I've been rubbing my shoulder the whole the whole time. So. Yeah. 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 No, nah, I, I hope that you have the best health that you. I'm the oldest here, man. Yeah. I fuck around and die on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you have the best health. I hope that you stay like uninjured, right? Because this is not fun, right? No. Yeah, this no. Is, this is Sick. this sucks. Right. I did a whole Epsom salt bath and it did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So did y'all hear about the uh, chick that's selling her bath water? Did not tell me about it. Yeah, so it's a girl on Instagram, and I guess she does YouTube videos too. But she's a girl gamer, and she's your typical like, she's got like cotton candy pink hair and wears little cat ears, and like (laughs) it's just every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she was, I think she was selling it for. Thirty dollars a container. What Damn. the fuck? Oh shit! She sold out within minutes. 
So what you're saying is I need to run some bath water so you can go ahead and climb that <laughs> motherfucker. G Fuel is furious. Right. <laughs> wow. So how much did she gross? Did it say? Uh, no, but right. I I just saw something where she sold thirty dollar con- containers of bath water. Yeah. yeah. Was it still soapy? I don't know. It. She just was like. It's her oh in the bathtub as like the picture that got posted everywhere, and she's like, "Wow, what do you do with bath someone's water? bath water when you get it? Right? Like, like, do you like spritz it on your wrist? Right. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other side of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, do? someone got hospitalized because they drank her bath water. <laughs> I'm not drinking nobody's bath oh water. Oh my god. Uh, all them ass crustaceans for the world is water. So interesting. What the hell? Somebody really went. So what was yeah. she selling? Oh, oh man. man. You, you went I, to the hospital because you drank bath water. So what was in yeah. the bath water? I, I drank Kitty Baby 2567's drip bath water. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, that's awful, dude. That is awful. So that's, the voice you guys hear, that is our guest today. How you want to be introduced? You want to be Legacy? How, how you want to introduce? Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's your boy, Legacy. Yeah, he's um, he's a close friend of mine, old roommate. We lived together for a minute, everything like that. And he has made tracks in the video world, in the rap game. I mean, yeah. he's making, leaving big footprints, you know, be on the lookout. I can't even say he's up and coming because he's been rapping for so long and he's got such a big audience. But he's been in the film world here. How long have you been doing film? Uh, really, like just like the last three years. Yeah, honestly, okay. I hit it hard when I moved to back to Tennessee. Yeah, and uh, really got into it. Okay, okay. So we we invited him here today because he's hit a milestone in the uh, in the film career. And I mean, it's a milestone I haven't made. Brandon, you haven't made this milestone I made either. either. Yeah, I and uh, he's getting ready to release his first movie. We're gonna. Uh, Put the trailer up on the uh, the Houdat Facebook page, and it is titled oh, "Surrounded by Failure." Correct. All right, and tell us a little bit about the movie. Uh, basically, uh, it's based in Nashville. Uh, we kind of wanted to tell a story about a guy from the the worser off parts of Nashville, but not the cliche average hood story where they you know they're all drug dealers or right you know so we we made a movie about a guy who's who's really a square and he just he works he takes care of his elderly grandma but like he just his environment won't let him go basically he's 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 surrounded by failure no matter what he does okay so every time i try to get out they pull me back in. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be dope. It's it's taking a lot of work. Um, I got a, I got my friend involved, uh, Ice Cold Donnie, to be the sound supervisor. Shout out to Donnie. Yeah, and uh, he, uh, me, and him have worked our asses off for the last year. And with the size of this movie, we should have it should have been like several assistant cameramen. Assistant, you know, boom operators, like right. But we we did it all on our own, and it, it was frustrating at times. But we we got it done, and 
we just kept pushing through because we both wanted something like this to put out to the world. Yeah. So. And a lot of people don't understand, like, everything that goes into that. I have people approach me all the time, and they're like, man, it's time to do a movie. It's time to do a movie. And I'm like, number one, you need a budget. Number two, you need dedicated actors who are going to show up. You can't have a Mm -hmm. villain through three-quarters of the movie, (laughs) and then the nigga decide he wants to go to jail. Yeah. (laughs) Budget is the biggest thing because, like, you can go out and gorilla shoot all day, but you're not going to get what you want and guerrilla shooting is just pulling up at a random location and filming if right. you don't know but like when trying to shoot a movie like that is and we did it this entire movie we actually pulled it off but it like adds a whole new level of stress to it so you definitely want to have a budget you want to have a location scout out there like locking these places down and and getting you in and and making sure it's not right under an airport because Nashville right. <laughs> has a plane flying over every thirty seconds. Oh man! So we had to stop so many takes oh. for planes. Oh wow! Yeah, it was ridiculous. And like some of the locations that the executive producer picked, he wasn't thinking clearly about being. Two minutes away from an airport, so <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we we had a lot of obstacles to overcome with that, but we got it done. So, so you guys used a lot of uh, local talent in this movie. In, yeah. In, any any names you want to drop or? Uh, well, we got we got Rob D in there. He's been around for years Bet. in um, Nashville music. Shout out to Rob D. We got a uh, bus down. He's a he's like a Nashville celebrity. Um, we got a whole gang of models in here. <laughs> like, so I can't remember all their names. I'm terrible with remembering names. Right. Um, shout out to the models in Nashville. I actually starred in the movie. Did you? Well, I didn't star, but I had to like play a part because somebody didn't make it. Right. Hey, so you know you whatever were supposed to call us. You were supposed to call us the Who That Crew to come <laughs> get me out. I was in the middle of Nashville trying to get back home. I was over that day. I was like, look. I was like, Donnie, hold the camera like this. Follow me to this point. I'm going to do this part. Right, right. And, you know, a lot of people do that. I mean, John uh, Singleton did it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name that did does all, like, the suspenseful movies? Um, he did Glass and all the M. Night Shyamalan. He yeah, always cameos in his movies. So, you you know. Definitely. Oh, that a, dude's weird, though. Oh, yeah, he is Patricia, You talking about the Patricia thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy? Yeah. yeah, he's a weird one, That's but fucking weird. I mean, he was making that money down. So is it, yeah. it like two guys shooting it? What the surrounded by failure? Yeah. No, I shot everything. That was just that one scene. I didn't have. We didn't have an actor. Donnie was Whoa. the audio guy. Yeah, he's the sound Whoa. supervisor. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have. We, I didn't have no help at all besides Donnie. Like. I, I would get frustrated with the actors sometimes, and like I have, I have a real problem dealing with my temper sometimes. So like, but I'm getting better at it. So <laughs> Donnie could see me getting frustrated, and he would like help me crowd control at times. You right, know, right. Like, okay, yeah. So you need but, that support. Yeah, like when you're in a room, a, a seven foot room, and there's thirty people standing in it. Like probably, I don't know, maybe it's twenty. Like, that just does something to your psyche. Like, you're trying to figure out something and everyone's asking you questions. Yeah. Yeah. That's why on movie sets, they have people 
to answer these questions so the director can be left the fuck alone and figure out what the hell is and get this movie right right so I had to deal with all the I had to be the crowd control I had to plan it shoot it make sure everything was perfect like so much shit was going on in my mind every time we're on set so this was a real passion though like you had to get it done yeah 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 so that's what's up it's, Did you write it also? No, um, Darius Sutherland, also known as um, King D. Son, he wrote it, and he's also the executive producer behind it. That's what's up. Um, he paid me to shoot it and edit it. And Y'all were the production crew, the director. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was a. It, it went from he guy. was originally gonna direct it, but it went from like I'm like, all right, look, bro, like we're understaffed as like crazy. Like, let me just handle it. Right, I'll, I'll take the load, and that way there's no confusion in what I want. Right, to make this movie great for you because it's your it's your movie and you hired me. I want to make sure it's the best it can be. So like, it right. just came to a point where I was like, look, let me just do my thing. Let me quarterback it. Yeah, yeah. and then what with you directing and doing. The production, it, you know your limitations on what you can and can't do, and what you know what the camera can and can't do, and what this can and can't do. Let yeah. alone somebody else that is not even in the film industry. You know, they might say, "Oh, I want a semi truck to blow up," and da da da. <laughs> you know, you're like, "Bro, we, number one, we don't have a budget. Yeah. Number two, I don't have the editing capability <laughs> to make that motherfucker blow up." Yeah. You know, I mean, we can blow it up, but like. We might go to jail. Right. <laughs> we need a budget and some permits. Right, right. And insurance. Right. So and and that's that's the glorious part of being being your own crew. I mean, you you need stage hands and stuff to help you. I, mean, I know you guys didn't do that didn't Definitely. didn't have that. No, so not at all. But man, that's rough. So when when can we expect this out? We're looking to drop in October. Like yeah. the full movie. Dropping on October 18th. That's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to drop by the end of the summer, but so much happened while filming it and editing that it's it's pushed us back. But at the same time, it helps because I don't like to rush anything. Right. Time especially with something this big. Because, I mean, you're taking 40, 50 hours of footage and condensing it to two hours. Two hours. Right. So that's you, rough. You got to like really just like pay Getting attention tickets. to what you're doing and right. Like it's a headache, but I haven't, in the end it'll be great. I haven't did any movies. I've I've done 12 documentaries and compiling right. that footage was rough also. So I, I understand that. And then you, then you got to sit like back in the day, my render time for my <laughs> biggest documentary was a 9-hour render for 2 hours of footage. Yeah. How long ago was that? Though? Oh man, when did when was Grind Time release? That was a long time ago. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I mean, you got upgraded computers now. So. Yeah, the shit runs better now. It's the whole setup is better now. I don't know what it's gonna take to render this movie. Yeah, I ain't gonna be able to touch my computer. For right, <laughs> we'll give it a break. And then the, the the part that sucks, you sit through a nine hour render, and then you got some rapper that's like, "Yeah, I spelled my name with a Z instead yeah, of an S." So you're like, "What?" I gotta go back and re-render this <laughs> motherfucker because you spell shit fucked up. I thought about inviting the entire cast to the house and like we all watch it together and then be like, if you don't see anything, you won't change now. Yes, Dude, don't come to me when it's out. Right, don't right. Your titty hanging out. I didn't this see that in the, the background. <laughs> this is the final edit right here. Yeah, right. This is Make all grievances known. Right, right. <laughs> so that's a good idea though. 
like uh, sure. just have a big cookout and put it up on a projector yeah. or something. Well, you know, like, you can rent in Columbia. They'll rent you a room at the movie theater, and then all you got to do is got a panel down there with all the different hookups, mm-hmm. and you can. I think you have to do a VGA hookup. Yeah, we we had planned on um, doing like a well because we're. Dson wants to premiere it in Atlanta, Nashville, and somewhere else, and he's wanting to use theaters to do it. Uh-huh. So what I I was thinking about using Shady Brook for a, a practice one, yeah, mm-hmm. to go in and see how it sounds on the movie speakers oh, and yeah. see how yeah, everything mm-hmm. looks before we're like, all right, it's ready. Right, Good do idea. that. I would do it and like I would get. I've got some tables if you even need them, man. I would go get some tables. I put some food out at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, just have your cast party, everything there. Do 20 or 30 minutes beforehand. Everybody eat and kick it. And then mm-hmm. y'all all watch the movie. And then yeah. Q&A afterwards. Yeah, that's what, we're, that's what we kind of had in the in the plans. Is to that's like, like a car test. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're going to try to get it on uh, Netflix and all that, too. So, when you guys get it on Netflix, is Netflix paying out royalties? Or is it just like a promotion type deal? Do you know? Um... I really haven't like looked into the ins and outs of it, being as like it's my first movie. Right. Um, I, I, I don't know how that works. I know that Deson went to NFI, which is Nashville Film Institute, uh-huh. and they have like a real good uh, like alumni oh, of yeah. connections, and they got it like a Netflix connection there. So uh, he was in the talks with him, but like I know we're gonna do DVD and we're gonna do the premieres and we want to get it on all the streaming stuff. But I don't know if like if Netflix takes it, if that like, because you don't see something on Netflix and then you see it streaming elsewhere. Really, right. like, I don't right. know. That's weird. It, yeah, they they I think in their contracts and stuff they do like exclusive. exclusive. Yeah, yeah, and so it's it's all know. about exclusive content. But I mean, like, there's movies on Netflix that you can pay to stream on other sites. But I like if it's an independent, I don't know. Have you thought about uh, film festivals? Yeah, we want to go to South by Southwest and all that, man. Like South by Southwest is where it's at. Yeah. Like that's major down there. That's where you get those investors for the next project too. Yeah, I mean, like you go down there and premiere it there too. Like people win so many awards and like their careers get. Hella jump started. Well, a lot of you know, you pretty much all y'all do some kind of recording or photography or videography. A lot of that's just networking, getting out there, shaking hands, you know, talking to people and getting it all out there. Yeah, for a business side of it, yeah. Yeah. But you really like, you really got to wow those people down there too with what you put out. Because they see it all, you know? Yeah, that's they see every so day. much of it. They're like, all right, well, what did you do that the other 500 entries didn't? Right. Yeah, right, so. right. So I think there's a market for, like, because every time I watch an independent film, it's always on some, like, some coming of times type shit, you know? Yeah. Like, it's always on some, it's not, it's never on any really gritty, real shit. It's just like, a male and female college age 
you know, Caucasians. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's you know going through some weird life shit. Not and they're good, you know, but the term independent doesn't mean that. And every time you hear, oh, this is an independent film, you know that's what you're about to get. Yeah. So I think it's it's time yeah. for a change. Good point. Yeah. And I mean, we 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 tried really hard not to like like I said, make this like the average cliche hood movie. Right. Like, it's so much deeper than that. But we don't. It's based in the so we don't want people to think, oh, this is just gonna be another hood movie. Like, right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, we we fucking really put everything we had into this. So, right. you know, Louis C.K. He he does a lot of his stuff independently. Where I he, love Louis. Yeah, just don't let him jerk off in front of you. Nah, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you know, he got in trouble yeah. for that shit. You know, what the fuck? I'm waiting on this. Comeback. Yeah, I got lost in that one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Louis. What Louis yeah. did? He, you know, during the Me Too shit, they got him. And I hate yeah. that for him too because he had a hell of a He's format. So great, man. Yeah. So, um, so he he got where he was like masturbating. He was asking the women to come in. There. He'd ask them. He'd be like, "Hey, can I masturbate in front of you?" And they would say yes, and he masturbated, and he came back. He didn't get any charges because they consented. Yeah. Yeah. But it was was a black eye. But anyway, beyond that, he all of his tickets to his shows he sold on his website through his own shit that he set up. You know, there's there's several, you know, specials he sold on his site. And, like, that cuts out so much of dividing the money up. Mm-hmm. Right. And man, he you know, it was a good format, you know, his own show. He shot and produced that show he had, you know, Louis C.K. is so he, he shot and produced that himself and like three seasons. Yeah, he cut he cut out all kind of, you know, money over here, money over there. You know, maybe y'all better look into like some avenues for that. Yeah, I've thought about it. Like I've mentioned it once before about building a website solely for it the movie and then having someone come in that understands the like coding process to send and receive this video file while streaming right? and have it set up to where you get lifetime streams of the movie for a set fee you know like Amazon charges you $15 and you only get 48 hours yeah you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. if we could set it up to where they could stream it for this price or buy it solely buy a hard copy have it mailed or just buy the full movie from one website like the only thing we gotta do is pay back those taxes right we ain't gotta hand no big corporation their check and right all these things I mean there's there's also another avenue of just pitching it and selling it to like Lionsgate would Lionsgate produces anything you could have a shoe stepping in some (laughs) doo-doo And, like, as long as the cover art is dope, they are producing that shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I, I bought a movie from um, Walmart one time. It's produced by Lionsgate. It was supposed to be a zombie movie. I, mean, I got this shit home, and I put it in there. That shit was 100% shot on one of them little Sony handy cams. You could Damn. tell. it was. I was like, this shit is on sale in Walmart. There's so many whack zombie movies. Yes. <laughs> so many. That you just go so buy bad. the makeup and like boom, you got a zombie. You yeah, know, it's, it's, you can low budget the hell out of that yep. and shoot it in the woods. Yep, and they do it every time. <laughs> they do it every fucking time. It's never easy. fails. Yeah, so, contact lines gate. Yeah, contact <laughs> lines gate. Be like, look, we got this. <laughs> Fuck it. So, I would look into that though. I don't know what type of uh, 
you know, deals they're cutting with the money and shit. But I would uh, look in Lionsgate will produce any fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's on Deson about what avenues he wants to go. But I'm here. He's like really let me like help him a lot uh-huh. from the business side and the process of getting it done. And like I, you know, I throw the ideas to him and stuff, and I'm down to help him. I told him out of my own pocket, I would help fund buying all the DVDs for it. Like you know, like right. It's not my job to do that, but I want to see this thing succeed. I worked so hard on it. I wouldn't per se. I wouldn't put too much into the DVDs. Think about it, when's the last time you. Yeah, but man, you got to think we can bang those off in the hood all day. That's true. No question. Or have y'all looked into, uh, because, like, the Asian culture loves any type of hood, African-American yeah. shit we got. Have y'all talked to anybody internationally about, because you can, man, they don't know anything. Yeah. I mean, they know a little bit about it, you know, but they you could push that. They're years ahead on what's trending, or they're years behind on what's trending here. Right. In some areas, like, they're still listening to music from... Right, and forever ago. <laughs> let me let me tell you, I had a, a friend. Shout out to Breon and them when they had their. What was it? Dangerous Minds was their group. I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> so they had this group, and was, apparently they had signed this deal where, like, the record label told them they could keep you know x amount of dollars on U.S. sales and shit. Yeah. So then the record label pushed them overseas and then <laughs> pushed them in it. You know, but. They they did really good overseas For because real. nobody you know they there's no you know they're going strictly on talent and music. Right. There's no name to carry. There's nothing. So that might be an option too with overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely possible. Yeah, something yeah. to think about. As far as just like materialist like material items, I know we could uh, sell a lot of DVDs. Like um, the last movie that D um he directed and you know executive produced i think he said he sold like two thousand copies by itself oh, out wow. the trunk of his car like that's that's cash bro yeah. like that's that's a lick but yeah so like with a movie of this size and like the network he's built now since that last film i could see this doubling in sales as far as like hard copies of it because now we got bigger names involved they're going to want their product, what they're a part of, to sell. They're going to want to shine off of it. Right. Like, there's a lot more involved now. I know if he's, like, if he can hustle 2,000 copies of his last movie, between him and me and, and everybody involved. Yep, the internet. Let's go for 10K. Like, right. let's make a small fortune or something. Right, like, right, right. And then, and then fund the next movie. Like, keep it, keep the ball rolling. Right. So. There's also a... What's Kevin Hart's label? Heartbeat Productions. Yeah, yeah. They're they're working with a lot of uh, new talent too. Yeah, that's something to think about too. Even though he mostly does comedy, you could. It's just how you pitch it to a nigga, you know. Yeah. <coughs> so, who who was it? Uh, and there's some boxers too that it just came out with some uh, some little labels and stuff too. You know, there's investors out there that'll pick up a product and invest. If you want to do it independent, that's cool too. You just gotta have a time and the hustle. A lot yeah, of people don't have definitely, that. yeah. So it's like what what you said earlier, like shoot shooting music videos, and you know just as well as I do, like people will come up to you all day long, like yo, we sh-, like you said, we should shoot a movie. It's time, right? 
And then, like, they don't see the magnitude. They don't see the work behind it. It's like, all right, you want to shoot a movie? Like, all right, well, do you have the next, if we're going to shoot it independent, do you have the next six months to dedicate your life to this? Right. We got to get this done. We got to do this. Oh, you just got off work. You're tired. Who cares? We scheduled to shoot today. You got to be there. Like, uh, we we need the money to do this for this look. Like, it's so much stuff, dude. It's unreal. So, like, I... With this movie, like, you know, I got hired to do it, and I, um, my next movie, my price is going to be, like, ten times that. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So, like, I mean, you know, I got, I got paid well, but, like, that's my first movie. So, now that I see, like, if I know I'm going to be in the same position I was in with this movie, having to do everything, mm-hmm. yeah, that's... It's definitely gonna be up there. Like, right, right. You want to shoot a movie? Well, I, I need you to like pay my bills for the next six months while I dedicate my life to you. Right. Like, yeah. You know Building your legacy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it's crazy, dude. I, uh, I wonder. I and mean, you shot a movie, and I've only been in a short film. I learned to edit because I, I did a, like an extra in a short film. And I sat with the editors while they were editing this short film, and we they we cut it in about a week. It took us about a week to cut it, but I mean we slept in the room, you know what I mean? Three of us slept yeah. in the room and would wake up and would edit. You know what would you say the the biggest hurdle for you like like mentally with doing a project of this magnitude? While editing it? Yeah, or just, yeah cutting yeah. it up, just, you know. Well, so, when I when I filmed a movie, I always, like, even though it was my first one, I had enough, like, I watch films religiously. Right. Like, I love to watch a good movie. So, I, like, take things from that, and I'm like, all right, I remember in this movie, in this room, they did about 15 shots. Right. So, I would try to capture as much footage as possible. And then when I'm at home editing for each scene, you got 15, 20 angles of this one dialogue. So the biggest thing for me is, like, you get all 15 clips pulled in, and then you get all your external audio to match to what it needs to match to. Right. And then you you watch each clip, and you try to think, all right, this might look good here, right? Right. So you go through every one of them, and then you got... A five-second piece right here, that's good. All right, now let me watch every single one again and then decide what I want to go here next. Right. So it's, like, just time-consuming to sit and watch every single one. And and that's, like, mentally just, like, draining. Right. But, like, in the end, I would rather have way too much footage than not enough. Oh, yeah. Because I've been in some situations where I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. I don't have enough footage. And then you start scrambling for ideas, and then that just takes away from... Start hitting that stock footage on YouTube. (laughs) Shit, what am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, here's a good good space for a time-lapse city. (laughs) I've done that multiple times. Oh, shit, I ain't got enough for... Let me me just go get Nashville time-lapse sunset. (laughs) So it's... that's, That's probably the biggest thing for me is just, like, sitting down editing it, but... While filming it, I'm subconsciously picking it apart anyway. Right. I'm telling myself, oh, this is going to be dope when I get home and edit it. Like, I want this like that. Yeah. 
and you know so some parts I already know how I want but some like on days where we did four or five scenes that day my brain's mush I'm right. just gonna go home dump it all on the drive and go to sleep right and deal with can't it wait to fucking just get home Dude. and the thing is we had an hour drive home every time uh, so we'd be on set and like some of the actors want to you know smoke some weed or something I'm like bro I don't, I'm not here for all this right like, I guess to get home you can get home your own time I want to go home I still got an hour drive home yeah. you got to go across the street like I'm trying to get trying to get <laughs> my thing is I would I would try and get home before midnight if I could get home before midnight oh yeah it's lovely yes but if you you hit that one <laughs> two three o'clock I can't in the tell you how many times at 3 a.m. I pulled up on Bear Creek at the Shell Station yeah. and grabbed like $40 worth of food because I was dying right at 3 a.m. and dropped Donnie off and go home and be too tired to even eat half of it right pass out get four bites in <laughs> and you're like fuck it I'm gone I'm yeah. out so okay Besides this, people, people, I don't know if they know or not. He, uh, he's a man of many talents. He does, uh, he does graphic arts, album covers, posters, you know, whatever you may need for marketing purposes and promotional purposes. So, and and he's really talented with that. Also, like, I have people sometimes hit me up and they're like, "Hey, can you do me an album cover?" And I'm like, "I really just do photography. I can do an album cover, and I've done." Like maybe you know twenty album covers total, but this guy he he really does it, and it's it's something that you can count on that you're gonna get a quality product. And he also does the speed runs for the graphic arts too, where it's like a time lapse just straight through video. And now I was impressed by that. I could never do that. I get up and go smoke, go take shit, <laughs> cook food. My man, a start a speed last video with a blank Photoshop canvas, and then by the end you got some hood art going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get up and smoke cigarettes during that too. They just get cut. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> I find a good song I want in the background, and then I speed everything up to match the length of that song. And right, there's a lot of cut that goes on with that too. Yeah, is like, it? Oh yeah, it's annoying. What would you say your favorite album artist that you've done? <sighs> one that you could blow up and put in your living room and look at every day. I uh, probably the one I did for a dude named Squints. Yeah, and it's like I actually created it by accident. Um, what was the name of it? Um, I can't think of the name of the. Uh, I can't think of the name of the CD, but I put duct tape across some random stock image's mouth. Uh-huh. And um. I accidentally made the head like it was uh, coming out of smoke. I don't, it was wild, dude. Like yeah. it, it was. It's probably one of my favorites. You gonna have to send that to us whenever you get time, and I'll put yeah. it up on our page for the yeah. listeners to see. Like it's dope. I, I really want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. I mean, I don't know. A lot of them are my favorite. I don't know. I was. I got so many that like I can't really tell. I stopped doing graphics for a while during the movie like I dedicated everything to this movie like I quit writing music doing graphics yeah like anything cause I didn't want to tell someone yeah I can commit my time to you and then you're shooting a movie I'm shooting a movie and I'm dead ass tired and it's like this is supposed to be my off day I don't want to show up and you hire me and I not give you 100% right right so 
You should just, just told me just... how to come in and cut a little bit. I can do a little bit of a little bit. Yeah. We could have broke Fucking... bread. Yeah, dude. It's, I, when I go to do another movie, I'm definitely going to be like, all right, I need this many editors. Right. Like For I probably sure. won't edit the next one. I don't know. It depends, man. You got to find the talent. You yeah. know? Some people. I like, want to at least be over it. Like, you know, like yeah. if I don't edit it and we got editors that's hired, I want to be able to come in the room and be like, nah, bro. Yeah, that, that ain't, ain't gonna it. do it. Yeah, like I love this. I love this. That ain't gonna do it. This dialogue's too long. Cut that. Right. Like, there's a lot in this movie in the script that I cut, like the the dialogues of. Right. Just to like, um, Donnie put me onto this guy on YouTube named This Guy Edits, and he like teaches you a lot about how like the industry standard of film cutting is. And, right. Right. I've learned a lot from that. So. Huh, this like, guy, you know, I think you may have sent that some stuff to me before. Dude is phenomenal with like right. breaking down film and stuff. So let me ask you: we we've been scheduling our uh, our photo shoot for for the Who That podcast, and I've really considered just green screening the photos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I might come to you. I need. I might do the green screen like the cockpit of the of the ship. And then just bring you those, and have yeah. you cut those. Like we're if you could do it on anything other than a green screen, that'd be dope. You want to? I hate it? green screen. Okay, what do you prefer? Just white background. Okay, white. Because yeah, my thing with green screens is like, if it's not lit precisely, you always get that green tint. Yeah, I, dude, I hate trying to mask. Because then I got to color the skin, right? And then I got to mm-hmm. blend it to take that green out. So like. I'm mixing two colors and trying to make one disappear, and it don't work that way. Right, right. So, I got you. I got you. You got highlight uh, and turn saturation, and now everything's all <coughs> fucked up. So yeah, it gets it gets to be a mess. So yeah, yeah. yeah white backgrounds are always great. Uh, that's what I'll do. So shout out to uh, Brian. He's gonna be shooting our uh, our promotional stuff. Shout out to Toon B. He's gonna be uh, doing our T-shirt designs. And shout out to Legacy. Hopefully, he'll be editing our uh, our promo stuff whenever he gets time. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, shout out to Toon B. He's dope, dude. Yeah, Toon B's dope. He, uh, we sent him some designs from some of the catchphrases we use on here. And he's going to make some 80s-style merchandise. You know, And that's the thing about Legacy, too. He's the one that really put me on a lot of merchandising through his music. He had, uh, you did real well with your, what was it, uh, Voice of the Slums? Yeah. yeah tell us about that. As far as, like, just the merch on it? Just or? the whole thing. Go uh, well, it was an album I was working on. Um, like I said, I took a break from a lot of stuff with the movie, so I got to get back into getting that finished. But, I mean, I, just based off the, like, platform I've built, the album's nowhere near done, and I've sold a ton of merch for it already, from hoodies to shirts. It's, to, got, dope, uh, it's got dope artwork. Yeah, for I mean, I got it tatted on me. Like, yeah. I live by that. I love that. Like, yeah. just because that's where I'm from. Like, we grew up with nothing. And just being able to do music and, like, talk my shit right. got me through a lot of situations. So it's like a lot of people didn't speak up. They just dealt with life's bullshit. And I'm right. like, nah, bro. We ain't doing that. Voice of the Slums all yeah. day. That's me. I don't care about none of that other shit, man. I think Voice of the Slums deserves a, uh, a short film. I don't think people can fully grasp the message you're conveying without yeah. a short film, dude. Yeah, it would be really dope to put something 
nice together. Yeah, about twenty minutes in and out done, you yeah. know. So yeah, it'd be like I I really wanted to do everything like revolution themed, like an urban, like modern day uprising of the motherfuckers the world counted out. Right. And we're just like, nah, like we're tired of it. You know? Yeah. So But you know what though? We got election year coming up. That would be the precise time to drop that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think, try to stay away from politics though. Cause you and me both, man. People get upset. Yeah. They get upset, dude. Like Almost I, as upset when I said that Bruce Willis had terrible acting. He was good in the fifth element. Like, Corbin Dallas. <laughs> hit that microwave. Chicken. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Love that chicken. Part. Chicken. <laughs> Have you but, seen the fifth element? No. You haven't seen the fifth? All right, That's y'all. a classic. If y'all could, I might put up a page of uh, just donations so we can buy <laughs> Rachel all the Bruce Willis <laughs> films. I feel like you haven't properly uh, given Bruce Willis a chance. What Bruce Willis movie have you seen? The Sixth Sense. See, that's terrible. Oh, that movie was trash. Yeah. Was, yeah. That was such a weird film. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Both of y'all, how would you have changed that movie then? Six cents? I, yeah. would, I wouldn't have made the motherfucker. No. <laughs> I would have had the script in my hand and handed it back. Yeah. Like, I'm good, right? <laughs> it, um, because you can you can figure that movie out like if you pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you pay attention to the clothing and you're yeah. like, ah. So I wasn't a huge, uh, you know what I mean? That's that's M. Night also. M. Night Shyamalan, the one we were talking about earlier. That's one of his and I don't think that's one of his greatest works I mean it, it helped him propel his career but with Bruce Willis's name attached to it you know but eh that's that's a false we we gonna have call your old man and be like hey old man I need you to come out here to Paco's house and we gonna watch some Bruce Willis movies <laughs> for like four to five hours <laughs> and then we'll talk about it is that okay sure is he down for that I don't see why not. Okay. I don't know. Like I said, he we don't agree on anything. So oh. me saying that I don't like Bruce Willis would probably make him want to watch these movies more. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, so what's next, man? What's the next move after the movie? Um, I got a couple short, um, short like film scripts I already wrote and ready to fly. I just gotta. Uh, get the talent hired and and you know like go through the process of making sure they're what I need for the role. And uh, you got anything for Rachel? Rachel, possibly, yeah. Like I have one, <laughs> I have one called "How Was Your Day," and basically it was just like it came to me like me and my girl like hang out in the kitchen a lot mm-hmm. and like we'll talk and it's always like every time "How Was Your Day" is like one of the first things we always ask each other. Mm-hmm. But me and her are, like, borderline goofy as hell. So, mm-hmm. like, we just cut up all day with each other. Right. That's beautiful. So, I thought I came up with this idea of how was your day. And every episode would be based on the male or the female. So, if she asked me how was my day, I proceed to tell her some over-the-top story that happened to me that day. Right. In, in comedic fashion. You, do you know know shoot, it, shoot it like The Office. You know how yeah, the like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I had, like it was brilliant, and I, uh, I paid um, John Cohan. I'm, I hope that's how you say his last name. 
uh, I paid him for the script. I gave him the idea, and he wrote that for me. And then I have another uh, script called uh, TMI, Mm -hmm. Too Much Information. And it's going to be based... um, it's a short like comedy too. Two people sitting on a bench. One guy's already there. One sits down, and he's just overly obnoxious talking on the phone with this conversation, and mm-hmm. other guys overhearing the conversation. And it, it, it gets kind of like vulgar, but it's funny as hell. Yeah. I just gotta like get all these things shot. Like I really want to do like a a lot of short short films, like ten, fifteen minute comedies, right? Just something to make people laugh and like. Right. And then, like, shooting the smaller ones, like, that that helps you build a portfolio instead of just, like, like I said, dedicating months to something. You can get that done in a day. Right, right. I have an idea for a, uh, a horror movie. It's not even a horror. It's like a suspense movie, man. And it was going to be called The Bipolar Effect. <laughs> and it was going to be about this guy who meets this sweet little redhead girl, right? Yeah. And... She she has these throughout the day. She has these timed like freakouts where she basically turns into like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Oh my God. And the whole movie, he's like trying to uh, he's trying to survive because her her episodes only last for so many minutes, and he's got to survive those minutes. He don't want to kill her because he loves her. Yeah, he knows she's got a fucking fucked up whatever, but she just turns into this monster raging animal for like 20 minutes like twice a day <laughs> you know what i'm saying he only cures her with snacks and chocolate no he doesn't <laughs> care he's got he's just got to run the time out yeah and like throughout the movie he's having to hide fucking dead bodies for because oh yeah. that would be yeah that would be great yes and it, it's like it's a love story but it's a fucking tragedy you know what, what happened saying? to you in your life to make you come up with that <laughs> <laughs> oh um you know uh, Dr. Work Savage? Yes. All right. So he's a f- creative genius, too. I've right. hit him up a few times, and we came up with a script um, for a movie. Um, he wrote the entire thing, and, like, I hit him up. I was like, write me a short film. Yeah. And then, like, the, later that night, he sent it back, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> right. What were you and doing? I read, it, <laughs> I read it, and it's like structured very well put together like i'm like you already had this yeah (laughs) but it's such a dope idea like basically a man wakes up his family and kids are missing and it's gonna be like medieval time like when people were still sleeping in huts yeah or in the woods just dirty you know what i'm saying wakes up campfire his family's missing here screams in the woods and he's like trying to find them and of uh Eventually, like he gets into a situation, and there's an old witch in the woods, right? That and he gets hurt, and the witch comes, and she's like, "I can make you better, but you got to give me one of your senses." Mm-hmm. And the name of the movie was going to be Senseless. Mm-hmm. So the witch comes, and like, say he falls in a big cave or something, breaks his leg. She's like, "I can fix this, but I need your uh, your sight. You got to give me your... one of your senses, and he can decide which one to give." And he's like. Uh, my sense of taste or something. Mm-hmm. You know, he gives that away. Now he can never taste anything again. Right. And then just so forth and so on through the movie, he eventually loses everything mm-hmm. trying to get his family and the witch is just fucking jerking him around anyway. Like, right. she's already killed the wife and kids. It was her the whole time. <laughs> you gonna tell the whole movie? 
<laughs> but like it's yeah. it's it's way deeper than that. Right. But that was just like a pitched idea we have of it. Right, right, right. But we can go several different ways with it. Yeah, gotcha, I gotcha. But huh. man, that would be really cool to shoot. Yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope. Hold on. So Voice of the Slums, is there any release date for that yet? Or what you gonna do? Oh no. There's a lot of work to be done for that. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot to do. Yeah. Like, I took a break right in the beginning stages of it to do this movie, so. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you would send me, like, a picture. Like, you sent me, like, some of the, I did some of the photography for some of the promotional stuff. And, like, six months, seven months later, you're like, hey, man, here's the, here's the back cover. And I was <laughs> like, that ain't dropped yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I got to actually, like, hire one of my favorite graphic designers that I've learned a lot from. I hired Noise Works to, uh, he goes by Noise now, but mm-hmm. I hired him to do the, the front and back. Like, he's like an icon in the game of yeah. graphic design, so. Yeah. You, he put me in this group, man. Turned me on to this, like, this secret group of graphic artists, and uh, I'm not going to put too much information out there. Don't blow it. the spot up. No, I'm not. You can't find it no way, but, uh, those guys in there, we're talking about graphic artists. They're like, "Yeah, I got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a in a PayPal account and yeah. shit like that." It was, it was like the underworld of graphic artists. Uh, the and Illuminati money. of designing. Yes, I was yeah. like, "Who the fuck are these niggas?" You know what I mean? Like, I was having daily conversations with the guy that like designs all of Warner Brothers movie posters. Yes, like oh, the um, Wakanda posters you see. Yeah. And he did all those. Like, and he'll sit there in convo and help you learn stuff. Right, and dude right, is right. cold blooded with it, bro. Whoa, yeah. it was it was interesting. That's, that's actually, called the plug, folks. That's <laughs> called the plug. Right. I actually the guy who designed our logo for the podcast, he um he actually came from there. I hired him from there. Shout out to the secret group. Yep. That we know nothing about. Uh, what's it, Desmond? <laughs> oh, Desmond. Yeah, Desmond's fire, dude. Yeah, he he did a good job. He's cold blooded with that um. The 3D 4D shit. Oh, 4D. Yes, it was 4D shit. I don't even know why I'm in there. I'm just like a peasant (laughs) in there amongst gods. I brought a few people in like that needed stuff or wanted to learn, so... And that, that's the thing, like, I don't even post any of my work in there, because, you know, I should look like, it looked like my son with watercolors compared to my <laughs> shit. So, I'm just like, mm-mm. As you nope. look at it, he's like, oh, shit, fuck it. Mm-mm. Nope. I seen some of this shit, and I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> so, so, we do this thing, Legacy, called the Lightning Round, and it's just really like, uh, just quick fire questions, you know, with shortened answers, you know, just... Little things that we, uh, little questions we have that we might not have got to fit in in the bulk of the interview. So the answers don't have to be long. They can be one word. They can be one sentence, you know. So, um, you know, as a rapper right now, who are you bumping the most? The baby. The baby? Me too. (laughs) I like like his style and energy. And plus he don't take no shit. Yeah. Dude caught a body in Walmart. Like, that's just kind of people I want to hang out with yeah that street <laughs> cred just not even cred like don't leave, leave me alone right Being mind your business Louis Vuitton yeah. <laughs> like so what you got Brandon uh what's your favorite part about directing now that like since you started with the with the music and I'm sure you did videos from in front of the camera 
and yeah. then transitioning over to behind the camera and then doing a film now what's your favorite part about just it being all seeing it all come to life from beginning to end from a, from an idea to a physical product that's what's up and then like watching it and being like yo I did that that's what's up alright so what movie would you redo you know like what was a scene in a movie that just you know really sparked you and you're like fuck I would so do that different Stranger you know. Things season 3 finale oh my god I've heard mm-hmm. that from everybody they that they I just don't it. like I'm it I'm not gonna spoil it but like they they, 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 they pissed your boy off now was it was it was it worse was it worse than when they killed Rudy in the second season? Rudy, Rudy, the dude that died in the, right when they're getting ready to leave the what was it the mall they were in? What were they in at the end when they were? Oh, leaving? you talking about you talking about uh, Bill? Yes, but he he died by the dog or whatever. Yes, is it worse that, than that? Yeah, bro. Oh no, I think his name was Bill. Or I Bob, don't know, but Bob. we're talking about the same. We're talking yeah. about uh. The damn dude from Lord of the Rings. I've never seen Stranger Things. No, what's it about? Uh, I know it's on Netflix. And today is Brandon's last day. And I'm just (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's a show. It's like it's good. It's like a show that's like nostalgic nostalgic because like they reference so many old things in it. Yeah. For their movie, for their show, like they might reference Ghostbusters or they're playing D&D Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, like it's set in that time, That's dope. and like the music production for these for these series, like every the cinematography. Episode, yeah, the even Damn. just the music they pick and play, like everything about it's so dope. It's all eight. What'd you say, eighties or seventies? Is it eighties? That's probably like eighties. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely eighties. Okay. Hey, and it's like it's shot really well. Yeah, and like it's 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 a dope series. Like we watched the entire season three yesterday, sitting on the couch. Binge. Just like I think there's like eight episodes in it or something. Yeah, like that. there is. There's yeah. eight. Yeah, and there's eight. the movie, right? When them a movie? No, or, no, it's, no, it's, it's just a TV show. Yeah. No, what, what's, what's the one that starts with the? It starts with a B. The the uh, it's supposed to be like the monster. The the. What? It came out on Netflix. <laughs> it was a movie. It's supposed to be from Stranger Stranger Things. I no, think. no, there's no even there. Stranger no. Things. I I could have swore I just saw something about no, that the other day on Netflix. God, I hope somebody listening helps me out here. Uh, I don't <laughs> know. Bushwick or something like that. The, the, the no, thing. you're talking about uh, that came from Black Mirror. You're talking Black about Black Mirror. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, gosh, Netflix. what's the name of the Black Mirror movie where you get to select your adventure during it? I don't know, but if it, Black Mirror, you talking about the one with the random situation? Yes. Yeah. You didn't know they had a movie, bro. I walked downstairs <laughs> and my girl was watching it, and there was somebody on national TV having sex with a pig. Yeah, that's that's the first episode. And I just look at her and I'm like, "What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> what do you she do when I'm these not weird around?" Shows playing, so now it's like normal. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. There Bandersnatch is the Black Mirror. Things. It's Black Mirror. Now the cool yeah. thing about Bandersnatch is it's a choose-your-own-adventure movie, and yeah. like it's got so many options. Like it even has a hidden option to where you can make the character be like, "Oh, this is a Netflix special. This isn't real life." And then he, the woman, was like. So if this was a Netflix special, wouldn't you be doing stuff crazy and entertaining? And then you can select him to just basically go buck wild and like fuck <laughs> fuck her up and everything. Like Damn. yes, what's like, the hidden? Well, how do I find a hidden? You, you gotta go through different options, dude. It's dude. There's um oh man, there's probably a hundred thousand different options through that oh movie. My God. 
Yeah. And I'm so glad our it. Apple TV didn't let us watch it then. Like, <laughs> You'd have been there all I'd night. I got frustrated and yeah. rage quit. Like, fuck this. Like, you can, you can get 10, 15 <laughs> minutes in the movie and fuck up and die and have to go back. You oh, wow. For real? Yes, to go back. It's that deep. Oh, fuck yes. How is that a movie then? That's not a movie. That's a video game. Yeah. 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 It was a. Uh, it was intense. But it's not a lot better. You remember them old video games that oh it was God. just video files. Yeah, Dragon Slayer. Most corny shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I remember that. Yeah, just video files. Back it is, and you, you just make like options. you choose options. Yeah, this is yeah. so corny. So that's it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. basically, but it's, it's done pro- a lot better. They though. put more in the production. It's done in a movie fashion. Not yeah, some, wow. Like, three assholes in their backyard, or <laughs> <laughs> in their garage yeah. <laughs> with some lotion. There's literally a game <laughs> out there. There's literally a game out there in that style that teaches you how to like flirt with women. And how you talking about Leisure Suit Larry? Maybe. Yo, shout out to I remember Leisure Suit Larry. Yes. That shit is nice. And that yeah. is why we have the Me Too movement right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um if you could get a feature from anybody, who would it be? Uh music feature for the guests. J. Cole. J. Cole? Yeah. Okay. If you had to identify one cartoon that fucked you up as a kid. What would it be? Ren and Stimpy. Definitely. I'm, did we God, not? Yes. Just, thank you. Yeah, they were, they were suspect as fuck. As, hey. Even as a child, you knew you're like, this is not like Ed and Eddie. This is different. Yeah. Part is of this? Coast Man. No, but look, my old man and I were watching. He's got one of the DVDs that has like all the Nickelodeon, like, 90 stuff and it's yeah. got like rug ra- it's got Rugrats <laughs> and Rocco's Modern Life and Wonderful. stuff Rocco we were watching it and we heard what sounded like you're such a dick and so yeah. we rewinded it listening again and that's what he was saying but previous to that statement it was like all you ever do is spit on it and then goes yeah. into saying you're such you know, a dick yeah wow yeah. There's like, so much is- shit they got past us as kids. Oh, yeah. So much shit. <laughs> what was that? Powder Toast Man used to make his nipples. Didn't he, didn't he used to take his <laughs> nipples and suck their eyes into it? to get, like? I think that was Powder Toast Man. Do y'all remember uh, Cow and Chicken? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Dude. Yeah. The devil. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> yeah. Like, all them shows were just like, that's before the world became, like, sensitive as fuck. Yeah. As fuck. <laughs> The Back then, none of it would have flown. Like I watched, I watched a coyote fall off a cliff a hundred times a day. Right, everything yeah. was fine. It was, it was great. It didn't trigger nothing in me to like right. act fucking crazy. <laughs> right, right. Did you ever play the video game Postal? Where you deliver the mail? No, you you go postal. You get pissed oh, off no. at work. Look, it was a video what? game. Post- yes, you could oh. piss in people's mouths in that game. Damn. Yes, yes, it was crazy. And now <laughs> we thank Google. Wait a minute. You know, <laughs> look at postal. Look at postal video game. It was it was you I'm get high you get high for I thought you meant the shit. game the old school sixty four. You talking about Paperboy? Paperboy. Yeah. Uh, that game that was my first rage experience playing a video game. Oh, of course. I snapped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stepdaddy coming in mad as hell. Broke the controller. <laughs> Did you break the controller? He my ass. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> here breaking shit. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What are you? Are you I looking at a postal? Is this it? Is that what it looks like? Postal. Oh, with the dark haired dude. Now, Postal's a first-person shooter. It looks like a first-person. Oh, the, the original Postal might have been a top-down. It might have been top-down. 
But you're just killing folks. Type in uh, first person shooter postal. Yeah, what this is, is it here. That's the one I just clicked. Oh, on. okay. No, then the first one is a top down shooter. There's got to be another one. It's a top down shooter. Look up postal. Yeah. Shout out to the videos that corrupted us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy as fuck. Like the original uh, Grand Theft Auto. That yeah, top down the original. View. Yeah, that top down. I had no idea that things could be like, like you could just steal cars and, and shoot people. That was my first introduction to you could do whatever you want right now. Right. Like that, just looking at that little guy running around and you yeah. could just stop cars in the middle of the street, shoot him and take the car. Yeah. Changed my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar too. <laughs> For corrupting generations. Yes. <laughs> my son, me and my son, one of the best feelings and shared moments me and my son had is we were playing Grand Theft Auto Five online. Oh, yeah. Right. I let my son play it. He's seven. Sorry. Sorry, world. But, uh, and we, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this dude was chasing us in like a helicopter or something. And my son, I was driving like a black, like, you know, their version of the Chevelle. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were flying. Woo, and he's shooting and shit's exploding on the left and the right of us. <laughs> my son climbs out of the fucking window with that rocket launcher <laughs> and fucking shoots that bitch out of the sky. <laughs> that was one of those. Yes, yeah, so I felt like we were so unified at that moment. <laughs> Hell yeah, son. Yeah. Hell you can say yeah, one son. cuss word. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. For Shit, sure. yeah, dad. That's yeah. my son. Yeah, right. it was, I was so proud of him. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, but, um, so another thing we do on here, you know, we're on the SS Who Dat, and we've got to invade Earth, and we, you know, is there a, any person any place, any group of people, any creative people that you would uh, like us to blow up during our invasion? No. No? No. Not at all? No. See, this part is this is the second it's person that cool. said, no, I don't want you to blow nothing up. Nah, nah bro, because, nice. like, good just people. Just let them be. Just leave them be? Yeah. Leave them be. Wow. All right. You don't even have any establishments that you want to blow Yo, up. It doesn't even have to be like a person. Nothing like, that rages out on you. Nothing. Maybe like all the computer databases for like the police. Yeah. Right on. Okay. God, right. I like this guy. Right. Like, there we go. Like, like just like not even blow it up. Just like a smart alien hacks it and like deletes my name out of everything. Oh, I gotta hack. Oh, that's selfish. <laughs> <laughs> you went from like to hate it. Didn't you? <laughs> Might as well blew everybody up. Yeah, man. I got a record too. <laughs> you pull a Fight Club, man. And <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm over here thinking. I'm Tyler Durden, dude. Yes. Yeah. AKA one of my greatest movies. If you have ever seen Fight Club, add me on Facebook. But Fight Club is. I, why have we not done that as a people? What is Fight what is Fight Club? What? <laughs> Are you serious? Cool. Cool. I've never cool. seen it. Okay. No, no. It's cool. Uh, it's cool. Ask. It's cool. The first rule is you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't blow nobody up, bro. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just because I wouldn't want nobody to blow me up. Yeah, yeah. So, so what you gonna do? We have a guest out here. They're like, "Yeah, I want you to blow up Creative Cartel." I'm like, I'll be like, "Ah, well, he let you live, so <laughs> to make that request." Get on your Jesus tip. Another cheek. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on here and uh, talking about your movie. Give us some information where they can find 
you, Creative Cartel, Legacy, um, Surrounded by Failure, uh, all that shit, man. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Legacy Adams. Uh, you can find me on IG at X Creative Cartel X. YouTube, I am Legacy931. Um, as far as Surrounded by Failure, we'll have a very large marketing thing going behind that. So, but what about the, the trailer that we it. saw? Is that on uh, the Legacy931? Yeah, it's on Facebook, YouTube. It'll be on I'm going to send it to you guys awesome. Awesome. to post. I hope people see that. Like, that is. Right, I support rude. that. I support the movement. Man, man. it's nice. It is nice. I appreciate you guys. Now, one last thing before we go. What is your obsession with munching cats? These are cute as shit, bro. This one got an obsession with munching cats. Dwarf, I got dwarf cats. Yeah. Like they're bred. Dwarf cats. Yeah, they're called munchkin cats. Google though. it real quick. I've yeah. never heard Do you of have them? I have two of them. Oh, yeah! I got so one that's shit. <laughs> I got one that's regular, and then I got one that's like mixed with bangle, uh, ragdoll, seal yeah. point. Like it's gorgeous. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like you can't. You having a bad day, bro? You come home, you see these little dwarf <laughs> cats running around. Like you ain't even mad. You're like, what was I mad about? <laughs> no, just go to the images. You don't need even need a video, bro. I need yeah. a video. Okay. I like cat videos. Cat videos. I, that's right. Shut up. That's uh, one of my things. Okay. My only thing is, is they're just expensive oh, as fuck. Man. And I don't like cats. I like cat videos. Yeah. But these are fucking adorable. Is that what they look like? Well, that's those not like a good reference. You need cats. pictures. Those are full-size cats. Those are not munchkin cats. <laughs> uh, Please go to Google and type in like, munchkin cat. Like a munchkin cat full-grown is only going to be like, my full-grown one's like four pounds. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. They're like the it? chihuahuas of the cat world. Um... He, oh. well, Snoop Cat. Like that? Yeah, that's, that's a munchkin cat. That's a baby one. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're gonna. Feel but look how short their legs are. It's adorable. That is yeah. adorable. Like, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> I got the one that's regular. His name's Snoop Cat. He cost me seven hundred. And then Biggie Paws is my exotic one. Biggie Paws. <laughs> I like Biggie Paws. He, he was thirteen hundred. Look, that's gonna be our fourth. That's going to be our fourth uh, T-shirt design. Yeah. It's going to say Biggie Paws, and we're going to have a gangster-ass munchkin cat. That's what I was trying to do, because Snoop Cat, Biggie Paws. Like, I don't know what I'm going to name the third one, because I'm going to get a girl. And hopefully, I'm hopefully going to try to open up my own, like, cattery breed for munchkin. Yeah, That's bro. the future. The future hey, is breeding. I came, I came from the slums to the breeding these majestic little fucking <laughs> Majestic. Bro. I'm putting back, like, positive he put that shit back in the world. So, you know wait, wait, wait. Are, cats are you two cats people. you got right now, are they able to breed? No, no, nah, nah, they're both boys, and I'm oh, uh, you neutered. A girl. Oh, you neutered them. Yeah. Well, the biggie hasn't. He gets neutered next week, but oh, we need to him to I wanna, off in a can. Really. I wanna, <laughs> well, I we we agreed on doing a female that way when it's pregnant, has the babies, everything. Me and my girls there to take care of it and make sure everything's done right. Right, right. Because. I want one. I yeah. I got a pit back there that I can't stand. Anybody want a pit? Give me a <laughs> shout out. I love you have a bulls. pig? A pit. Oh. A pit. No, we black folks. We don't own no damn pig. <laughs> Look, no I, was, I was really excited about it. I was like, you've been keeping this for me the whole time we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got wow. the pig out of back. Yeah. <laughs> I love pit bulls. Though. Yeah. 
So, well, all right, y'all. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're uh, we're gonna get ready and sign out. S S Who that? From the S S Who that? Peace. <laughs>